Hi everyone. You're welcome to Hope for the Woman podcast. And this is me, your host, Ami Amos Tukura. Today we're going to be looking at end those ifs. End those ifs. It is not my fault. If my father had been more responsible with his finances, I would have lived a better life. If I'd married the right person, my life would have been better. If I'd been given that job, maybe that raise, that promotion, I would have been happier. Actually, the ifs never stop. If you are conditioned to living your life in regrets and failing to embrace what you have as your reality, the ifs never stop. In Genesis 29 and 30, a drama of two sisters played. Leah thought that if she keeps giving birth to children for Jacob, his heart will turn away from Rachel, her sister, to her. She went on a baby-producing venture, and when she was tired, she put her maid on the line to assist her on that project. And what did it amount to at the end? So many sons, so many children for Jacob that had no relevance in history and in posterity. To make the matters worse, Rachel, on seeing that she couldn't bear a child, decided to raise some through her maid, Bila. After all, all Jacob could tell her when she insisted that he gives her children or she dies was, Am I in God's deed? Am I the one that closed your womb? How? That was pretty harsh. If Richard had just learned to just calm down, I believe she would have lived a more vibrant life and maybe even longer. The bitter truth is that we only see the now. We fail to see the bigger picture. If the ifs in your life tend to push you into negative habits down the road to destruction then stop it now if my wife was more submissive and respectful i wouldn't have been having this affair or if my husband had loved me more i wouldn't have been in this adulterous relationship I won't have been in the arms of this secret lover. Yes, so many Christians are getting their ifs justified by negative vices. If I'd had a good education, I would have had a great life and not depend on men to put a roof over my head and foot my bees at a very high price that I have to pay in kind. And yet, still make appearances in church as a saint. I can imagine how King Saul felt when the kingdom was taken from him. 
if I just listened to directives from God and just ignored the pressure from my men to take along some animals as paws from the battle, I would have remained the king. You see, the ifs never end. But there is one if that I like and I would want us to embrace. It is the if that was spoken about in the book of Mark 5.28. That if that prepares us to move forward and to press on. The Bible said that the woman with the issue of blood had that condition for 12 years. And I could just imagine she would have gone to so many doctors, taking a lot of concussion. 12 good years of waiting. But she never gave up. When she heard about Jesus, she said, If I may touch Betty's clothes, I shall behold. And hallelujah, the fountain of her blood dried up. How long has that situation challenged you? How long has it mocked you? Are you now known and named with that challenge? The woman with the issue of blood. No name. That barren woman. That woman that no man desires to marry. That woman that her husband left for another woman. That this and that that. I get you sisters. I get you beloved because I've been through similar ordeals in life. But like the woman with the issue of blood, I chose to hold on to the garment of Jesus Christ and nowhere or no one else. Today I'm a testimony that God can pick up messages and make them messages. Like Rachel, it was a matter of time. At last, the only son that emerged a star amidst all the children born to Jacob was Joseph from the same barren woman. The first person to see the resurrected Jesus and take the good news to the disciples was the saved, cleansed, one-time harlot, Mary Magdalene, that never allowed a situation to keep her in regret. If life doesn't look fair to you now, don't conclude that that would be the way it will be to the end. Don't allow your present temporary situation make you make some future permanent decisions that will mar you for life and eternity. Run. Run to the script writer of your life because I remember it is written of you that all things work together for good to them the love God and are called according to his purpose Romans 8:28 and also that his thoughts that he thinks towards you are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end to give you a future and a hope Jeremiah 29:11 I leave you with these scriptures and I believe there are enough medicine to cure your anxiety about life's uncertainties. These were my anchor scriptures in my time of waiting. 
and I trust God to expand them in your heart and in your spirit. You will end well. It's just a matter of time. Just hold on. Hold on to God's garment. Never look back. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 22, that those that endure to the end shall be saved. We have put our hands on the plow and we ain't looking back. God bless you. If you are listening to this podcast and need Jesus in your life, I need you to pray this after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. From today, I turn my back to sin and I embrace you all the way. Come into my life. Be my Lord, be my Savior, be my Master. In Jesus' name, congratulations. But if you are already born again and you are still going through those adverse wind in life, just be rest assured, you will go through it. You won't stay there. You won't die in it. You will go through it and you will do it victoriously. I love you. And please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Drop me a voice message or a test if you so desire. God bless you. Until our next podcast.